So it's um, 1.52 in the morning here in Metro Manila. And Mercury Retrograde pretty much has just ended. And I guess this is just an impromptu means of me finding ways to express my thoughts. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Rob Rubin. I am the founder of Mysterium Philippines. I'm the host of Tarot Thursdays and Mystical Mondays. And I'm the author of three books, Defensive Occultism, The Intuitive Within, and Manifest. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Late at night. And I just actually like to talk a little bit about tarot and the standards right now that are being upheld, more or less, and growing trends in the tarot industry right now. Especially here in the Philippines. I mean, I don't really know what's going on abroad. You know, with the whole pandemic thing, a lot of people are locked up and, you know, people are just doing their own things. So, well, since the pandemic started, there's been a gigantic, gigantic influx of readers. Um, I've seen so many new readers appear on Instagram and I've seen a lot of people start, you know, soliciting their services. Uh, some of them are pretty decent. Some of them are questionable, but there are just some practices that I'm not really too fond of. Number one, um, a lot of people enter the practice of tarot just for the money, okay? And let's be totally honest, there is money to be made in the tarot industry. But if that's your only motivation, then I'd go as far as to say you're not doing it for the right reasons. You see, tarot is a tool for self-discovery. It has its own sentience. And it's very powerful. And I personally, and this is just from my own personal point of view, believe that tarot should be primarily used to bring out the best in people and to serve. Okay, so if that's your intention, then you're on the right path. But if you're just after the money, if you're just after the sale, if you're just after making a quick buck, then you kind of miss the point. You see, in Mysterium, we have this term um, in our tarot course, which is called a PTE, a positive tarot experience. And I always tell this to my students, thrive. I mean, strive, not thrive, strive to give a person a positive tarot experience because there's just so much crap going on in the world right now just so much and because of all this um a tarot reading can be that tipping point that either saves a person's day or pushes them over the edge and going back to what i was saying about some of the standards that are going on i've noticed that there are a lot of lazy readers out there that instead of interacting with a person they'll just hide behind their keyboards and send written pdfs of the reading and honestly speaking i find that to be honest kind of lame because if you want to be a good reader you have to interact with people okay how you choose to interact is completely up to you but the old school of reading is one person sits with the reader and the cards are shuffled and the cards are interpreted and the client can ask the reader questions and the reader would use their skills to interpret and interact with the client, interpret the cards and interact with the client and basically give them clarity. And if you're giving them clarity, if you're giving them 
uh, peace of mind and you're giving them empowerment, you're doing a good job. However, this whole PDF thing, um, I'm not really too fond of it because I don't consider it a full consultation. I really don't like how people are shy to interact with their clients. And that's just the most fundamental thing as being a reader. You've got to actually interact with people. And if you're not interacting with them, if you're just saying, send me money and I will send you a PDF five days later, that's kind of shortcutting it. You see, tarot could be very powerful at, how do I say, building relationships with people. Okay, A lot of the people in my life I've met because of tarot. And I don't think you're going to get that same amount of interaction just sending emails to one another. You know what I mean? Or just sending PDFs. So if you're going to hide behind PDFing, (laughs) then you're kind of missing out on one of the biggest things Tarot has to offer. And that's just building relationships. And, you know, going back to what I was saying about, like, if you're only in it for the money, I really put a pox on those people who are just, just trying to milk it with useless gimmicks, useless markups, um, things that just don't add value to a person's life, like con artistry, swindling, and sometimes just straight up dishonesty. Um, I've seen that some people can be a little bit ambitious with how they charge in in a session. Like, I like to use this example. If a reader has been reading for 20 plus years, then... It's very reasonable for them to ask a premium rate because you're not paying for the reading, you're paying for their expertise. However, some noob readers sometimes just jump straight into it and expect, no, I should be getting paid just as much as a reader is who's been doing it for 20 plus years. And that's just ludicrous, all right? Because at the end of the day, you're going to put a very high price tag to what you're doing and then if you can't deliver or if your li- your service is making people feel kind of shortchanged, then you've given them a negative tarot experience and NTE. And ultimately speaking, what you need to do is you need to find your Goldilocks. You've got to find your, you know, your just right price. Because the opposite for this is that you charge too little. You're not getting enough for your time. You're not getting enough for your effort. And then because of that, you feel empty after your readings. So it's really important that you find a nice sweet spot between charging too much and not charging enough. So that at least it becomes a valid, what I call, get out of bed rate. In other words, it's worth it for you to get out of bed. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you're striving to help people, if you're striving to, what's it called? bring value to people's lives if you're open to meeting people and communicating and interacting with them then i really think that you have a very strong possibility to be a positive tarot reader a really respectable one however if you're just somebody who's after a quick buck if you're going to objectify the cards by using parts of your anatomy if you're going to swindle your clients if you're just after that one sucker then you know what? You should be doing something else. I mean, there are other gimmicks out there that could probably make you earn more money that won't be as sacred, if you know what I mean. Because at the end of the day, one thing that most people don't know about the tarot is that there's a consciousness behind it. And if you violate that consciousness, 
it's gonna come looking for retribution. Just take that from me. With 25 years in the practice, it's gonna come looking for retribution. But if you treat the tarot with respect, if you honor it, if you give it good airtime, if you give, you make it a tool of uplifting people's lives, the reverse is also true. It can really benedict, or let's say, I don't know, it'll just say, it can really give you a benediction or a blessing. It can really give you a boon because there is a consciousness behind it. And the better you are to the tarot, the more nobly you use it, the more blessings you're going to get from those cards. Um, because like people just tend to think that, oh no, the tarot card just meant for fortune telling it. If you think that that's the case, you got another thing coming for you. So thanks for tuning in and maybe we'll make more of these. Let's see if it's this easy. Most likely we will. Good night.